0: Feeling good and feeling strong. Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself. I'm driving. Hey, now, all. I'm Kelly S. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is my producer, Joey C. Hey, Joey.
1: (laughs) Hey, Kelly. Well that was that was interesting. <laughs> I know I've never been on this side of the open.
0: <laughs> but you've never been on this side of uh, an entire episode.
1: Yeah, in, in because, my uh, entire career.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you connect with the listeners. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: I've been talking to a lot of our listeners and getting emails and stuff and everybody's like oh my god i love joey i want to know more about joey <laughs> so your wish is my command <laughs>
1: and, and this is our chance to kick off the listener profile stuff that we want to do as well
0: yeah yeah so you, you go ahead and make it about something other than you yeah, i
1: am done. i am and i'm and I, and in a way i'm it, I'm accepting the guinea pig role here for everybody. And I appreciate that, that that's a good thing to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go ahead and make it about everybody else. That's okay. <laughs> it's like, it's, if you could see him, he is like <laughs> shifting in his chair. He is so uncomfortable. This is awesome. Well, Thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> you know, and I told you before we came on the air, for me, this is really interesting because I've been doing podcasting and I've been doing interview podcasts for about six years now. Mm-hmm. But in all the literally hundreds of episodes I've done at this point, I've never done one on myself. So <laughs> that's why it's it's always about someone else, and I and I like it that way. So this is it's this is definitely for- new and exciting.
0: <laughs> it's about time for that. Yeah. <laughs> so Joey, yes. You came to me via a friend of yours. Yes. And you ended up uh, as a producer on my show because of a conversation we had at a class you were in.
1: Right. So I started taking Reiki from you. Andrea, who's my girlfriend, had introduced me to your classes and and we had gone to a sound healing and I was blown away by the energy. And I've always wanted to do Reiki. You had a Reiki class coming up. So I started doing Reiki with you. And after one of the classes, you had mentioned wanting to do a podcast. And um, I was like, Oh, I did a podcast before if you ever want to talk about things. And we started talking and you were like, and I just want somebody to help me do it. And I want to be able to come on and give the information and then let's roll. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so, that's sort of how, how we came together with this and and started Spiritual. Yeah.
0: Well, what, what's what been great about having you as the producer is that you are the quintessential listener too.
1: Yes. My spiritual journey is, um, is very much in its infancy. <laughs> I've started doing a lot of work on myself. So, if we talk about sort of the personal work I've been doing that started a uh, probably about seven or eight years ago with some work on myself and realizing that I was not in a good place. I was not happy. I was not able to see through just the the really negative thoughts I was having. So I started really deconstructing my life at that point. I started looking at what my belief structures were, where I was finding happiness. Um, and most of the places that I was finding happiness at that time were really destructive and <laughs> really toxic places. And I think it was because I was just looking for something different than what I knew. And it wasn't a really good, good situation for me to be in. So, uh, about it's probably about two or three years ago, I had worked with a number of different therapists and counselors over the year, but it's about two or three years ago. I started working with somebody who opened my eyes in a way that nobody had before. And it really allowed me to see not just the emotional stuff that I was dealing with, uh, but also the, the stuff that was centered around my authenticity as well as sort of the spiritual blocks that I had at the same time. So it was really a, a life changing experience that really propelled me into the spiritual journey I'm in today.
0: I just learned a whole bunch I didn't even know about you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, you've been a really good question asker for that reason and I think that's why so many of our listeners have connected with you is because you know they think the question and you ask it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah because we're in the same place so we're we have the same okay wait a minute that doesn't make any sense to me because I'm coming from a space that that may not be as as well experienced and that's uh, that that puts me in a great position to be able to ask those questions that for you you've been dealing with for 20 plus years You know, it's, it's something that's like second nature to you, but for us, it's like, I don't even know what that word means. So we need to (laughs) define it before we can move forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's been awesome. I know that you also have a really interesting connection with your girlfriend.
1: Yeah. We've uh, established the fact that we are twin flames. So we, we talked on the show about different types of spiritual, um, Relationships, And then Twin Flame is one of those relationships that is... You, when you research Twin Flames, it's funny. You, there's a lot of different information on it. Some people don't believe they even exist at all. Others believe that they do. But the one thing that's pretty consistent with Twin Flames is that there's a lot of... Um, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Uh complexity in the relationship. There's a lot of um uh, stuff that can be very difficult, but one of the things that is is absolutely true is that there's a, a really strong connection, a spiritual connection energetically that really is quite different than anything I've I think I've experienced in my life and it's it's really wonderful and yeah. scary at times <laughs> because it's, it 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 requires you to let go in a way that most people are not comfortable with
0: yeah well and and you guys being energetically adept both of you Mm -hmm. makes that even more intense yes especially since your partner is actually one of my students and so she's a little further along in the process than you are yes and i'm sure you're energetically getting dragged along and bumped along behind her
1: sometimes (laughs) yeah we we talk about that a lot (laughs) she's moving (laughs) through a lot of the really uh, you know impressive work that she's doing in in your classes um there's there's stuff that leaks over as as well as there is for me there's been times where i've had you know whether it's a thing sort of leaching off of me and she's like okay something is bothering you right now and i can feel it and you need to make it stop <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's been it's been interesting from that perspective for sure.
0: We're actually our our next listener profile is actually going to be your girlfriend. So, oh, okay. So that's that's going to be fun for us. But I'm sure that that some of the things that she's been experiencing have have been uh, a little challenging for you as well. You know, for for those of you who are wondering, uh, the person I keep talking about who who has the hard time with finding crystals that aren't a problem, it, it's her. So. <laughs> Um, so, and I'm sure she'll tell you that on the, on the listener profile shortly. So I, I, am not sharing out of confidence, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's been there's been quite a few things along the way that I'm sure have have impacted you, as well as you guys have a memory of a past life together, right?
1: Well, she does. I don't actually. I've not experienced that memory yet, but she does have a, a memory, a very vivid one, of at least one, if not uh, more than one, uh, past lives where we have been connected there as well. So. Some of them have been incredibly traumatic. Again, not a complete surprise when we're talking about twin flames. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So the, the twin flame concept is, is uh, it tends to be you, you meet someone who both is a soulmate for you, but they're also someone who just often triggers the living fuck out of you yeah. and forces you to deal with your crap right. and to evolve as a person. And it's not a not always a conscious thing right. that the other person is doing. It's not like they're trying to be an asshole. Right? It's just that they inherently do. <laughs> and you guys had some experience with that, right?
1: Yeah. And what's interesting about that too is that when you are talking about sort of that twin flame journey, if one or both of the the flames have not done their own work, then that triggering can be almost nuclear. It's it just it's like not. Good. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but it's not, it's not very good at all. So th- there's, there's definitely some of that. But when you do the work, even that triggering, you can recognize what it is for what it is. Um, because if you haven't done the work, then it's just the person being an asshole and that's how you see it. But when you've done that work, you can say, okay, hold on a second. This is somebody holding the mirror up to me. Maybe not intentionally, but I'm recognizing that the thing that's annoying me about them right now is actually my stuff. And I need to, I need to work on that. And that's been, that's been something that because we are both where we are, it's allowed us to see that.
0: Yeah. Your, your partner suggested that Kathy and I might be twin flames. Mm. And I I sat and I thought about that and I was like, "Mm, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> maybe you know cuz we certainly have triggered each other as uh, over the years and we certainly have made each other better yes. the whole time so and we've been together a long time <laughs> so
1: and it's funny i know someone who has said to me that they know so many people who are like oh i want to find my twin flame i want to i want to know that experience and and what what she has told them is uh no, why don't you find a soulmate? That's so much easier. <laughs>
0: than a twin. Play. So much easy, yeah. So much, so much more easeful. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that that relationship can be again. It's it's difficult, but it, once you hit a certain stage, it becomes it becomes very very smooth. Yeah. Even even well, in tough times.
0: It's funny that you say that because um my my husband when I told him that Andrea said that he said I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Well, you're my soulmate. Right. So, you know, the, like, trust me, you don't want to be my twin plane. <laughs> <laughs> like, you like that this works easily. Exactly. <laughs> <really
1: do>. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah you know and for me i don't know that it really matters either way yep. because you know kathy and i are doing what kathy and i do and we've been really clear that that's who we are going to be from the day we met and
1: that's or, an or, important thing that you, the important point you make that because twin flames is not just about romantic relationships twin flames is no. about the connection of the the soul that's the difference there the soul relationship that you have with the person and twin flames if you look back in the lore of what it's supposed to be, it's a single soul, which has been split into two parts. And, and then that's the coming together. That's why it's such a mirroring experience.
0: Yeah. Um, which, you know, would be an argument for why Kathy and I share a brain. Exactly. But, you know,
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: We do too. It's kind of terrifying. We've, we've taught in front of classes and people have come up to us at the end of the class and gone, we, we, we really literally could not tell where one of you stopped talking and the other one started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't understand how that works. And we're like, exactly. yeah, we don't know how it works either, but it does. So that's okay.
1: <laughs> and that's a good thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it works. So, and I, I find it to be synchronistic because Kathy's 14 years older than me and I'm 14 years older than my husband. And so it's like bookends
1: <laughs> nice. for me, it's which
0: is awesome, which 14 is of course seven doubled. We like that.
1: It's all about numerology.
0: <laughs> it's all about numerology. So Joey. Yes. Yes. Where do you want to go with your journey? Where Where do you want your spiritual journey to take you?
1: That is a great question. You know, and I've been thinking about this as I've been freaking out about the idea of doing this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking because I had a feeling that question would come. But I think it's a good one because as I think about it, my spiritual journey is finding my purpose. And I think that I have a purpose here to help people in a way. That actually involves what we're doing here through podcasting and through reaching out to people and creating connections. I think that a large part of what I'm here to do is to find out what brings us together and share that with people. And part of that I plan to do in a show that i have uh, sort of been working on for a couple of years i've got a, a show that i plan to do called unlocking community and the whole idea is about what is it that brings us together as human beings and how has that evolved from the hunter gatherer days of coming together for safety and for food and for things like that to what brings us together today because we like to uh, make quilts or be in a bowling league or something like that there's all kinds of things that bring us together but what's interesting is that those one unique little thing that brings us together is not what defines who we are it's all of the things that about us so we're so unique even though we share so much and I think that that's my journey it involves me sort of connecting with people that way and and helping them see that there's not so much different about us as there is the same even though we're all so special in the way that we are
0: well that was awesome <laughs> i was just like entranced over here <laughs> but you know we don't want to talk about you really right?
1: <laughs> i don't think there's much interesting here but
0: <laughs> i think our listeners are going to disagree i think they've already disagreed so so you're looking to express your purpose in the world which yeah. i think is 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 Fairly common for our listeners as well. I agree. Yeah. I think it's something that, that is part of the human experience is trying to express who we are and to, to share our gifts with the world. Right. Yeah. And, you know, finding that purpose that brings you to the planet. So the other, the other side of the coin though is finding your purpose is great. What would a happy life look like to you? <laughs> Cause, you know, your purpose is about what you do for the world. I'm, I'm looking for what you do for you.
1: Yeah. And it, it's interesting. I spent so long doing jobs and living in a shell that I didn't feel comfortable in. I did it because that's what society told me I was supposed to be. I was supposed to do. I was supposed to live in. So for me, I think a happy life consists of living in my authentic skin being the person that I've started to uncover. And and I say started to because, you know, I don't know that that work is ever really done, right?
0: Not in my experience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But there's there's a person that I've started to uncover that I think I buried away a long time ago. And in doing that, I buried away the opportunity for me to be truly happy with that. Mm -hmm. And as I do my work, as I continue to allow myself to see the person that is there coming into my authenticity and being that person I think is what would constitute a happy life. And to that end, I think that finding my purpose in this life is part of that happiness because it's really the fuel and the passion that I have that i Sort of hit me a couple of years ago. I was meditating, and i I can only describe it as what somebody would say would be the calling into like priesthood or or religious work of some kind. I had this moment where I had this this vision, and it was actually really bizarre. It was so real, but it wasn't. It was like this battlefield, and I was in the middle of a battlefield of darkness, and there was this pillar of light, and it wasn't about fighting. It was about clearing away the darkness so that the beings and the people that were in there could be free. And it was just this really intense emotional feeling I got in that moment. And as soon as I came out of that meditation, I actually immediately fell asleep. And then when I woke up, it was sort of this change for me that I had a purpose. I had a calling and I needed to start to follow that. And that was that was a big moment for me and that was I think where I realized that to be happy I needed to be me and I needed to do the work that I was here to do. And it wasn't just because I had to do work, it was because that's what I wanted to do.
0: Right. Again, really cool story. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do just want to you know, I can't help myself. I have to poke, poke a little uh, education in the, in the process. Um, when you come out of a vision like that and you immediately fall asleep, you didn't actually come out of the vision. Mm-hmm. You just, part of your vision was falling asleep. Yeah. And the, when you're quote unquote sleeping, you're not actually sleeping. Mm. You're actually continuing your vision. You're you're just outside of your sphere of assimilation. Mm. That's something Kathy talks about a lot. It's, it's your ability to take in the information has been exceeded. And so it, it gets deposited in your subconscious. And so it's, you know, you, we, we get that from people all the time where they do a journey with us and they're like, oh, well, I, I fell asleep. It's like, mm, no, <laughs> I, I was in that journey with you and I saw where you went. You were not asleep.
1: <laughs> you were still going.
0: <laughs> you were still going, but it was past your sphere of assimilation and that's okay. It is entirely possible that that information may surface at a later date.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is a great time to talk about purpose because I want to, I want to talk to you about that too. One of the biggest challenges that comes up when people start to really embrace their mission and their purpose is that they start to feel how big it is Yeah, and it, it starts to feel really overwhelming and you're like, holy shit, I don't know. I don't know if I can hold all of this. And the biggest mistake that I see people make in that moment is, is they don't recognize that it is not just your mission, that you are not the only one on it. Mm-hmm. And the, the bigness of the energy is not just yours to hold. There are other people doing it with you. And your, your collective mission is very large, mm-hmm. but your piece of that collective mission is utterly doable. Right. And so, you know, don't get intimidated by the largeness of the collective mission. They, they've they given you the vision of that so that you can feel into it and so that you can know what you're working towards in collective. But your piece of it, not only will your piece of it be smaller, it will likely morph over time. And so, you know, it it will always have the same sort of general outlook but it will have a different expression because your mission is always an expression of you yeah you know your your purpose is to be the fullest expression of yourself Mm -hmm. that is what everyone's purpose is on the planet we keep looking outside of ourselves for the purpose but the actuality is it's the fullest expression of you so if you want to know what your purpose is who are you right answer that question and you'll know your purpose you know, this is, this is just me saying, don't panic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Back right. to the hitchhiker's guide.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. There's been this very interesting evolution for you. Yeah. And, you know, you're doing this podcast and you're picking up information here and you're, you're taking classes and you're hanging out with Andrea and what's next? Yeah.
1: <sighs> Well, I think next steps is for me to start removing the blocks that I'm placing in front of myself. Um, okay. which I recognize, I fully recognize that I am the one who is blocking myself. I'm doing this not only for me, right? Not only because I feel like it's my purpose. I'm also, I'm also a father. I have two amazing kids and I look at the, the people that they're becoming and I see actually it's so interesting when I look at the two of them, how aware they are, but they don't realize it. And I try mm-hmm. to sort of promote that in them because they are really, really good kids, but they're also very conscious of things and and they can feel things deeper than um, than I think I could when I was their age, or at least that I realized I could. But, you know, I see that and I'm like, I need to start to move forward with the next steps, as you mentioned. And part of that is removing the blocks that I'm putting up for myself which are not real and beginning to walk down the path. I think the next the very next step for me is creating a presence. Um that people can, can find me at doing something like this, right? <laughs> this is concept. This is a removing a block for me because it's it's about not just being the person asking the questions, but the one answering the questions. And then moving forward to maybe start those other projects that I have sort of on the back burner that I've had for literally years. I mean, I have notebooks filled with ideas of things that I've said, oh, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Well, here we are. It's time for me to get to it.
0: There you go. <laughs> Well, that sounds awesome.
1: Well, this was interesting and as terrifying as it was, it's a lot of fun. And I just want to take a moment to encourage people who are listening to reach out to you and throw their names in the hats to be one of these listener profiles because it is a, it is a great way. And you were able to give me some educational bits there in the middle of it, which are fantastic.
0: (laughs) See, little bonus benefits.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And like, like we said before, they also get to hang out with us for uh, an episode. So come on. That's a good time. That's a good time.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Joey, this has been awesome. So excited to have had this opportunity to get to know you better. I learned a lot. And uh, that's that's pretty surprising, but not really, if I think about the fact that you never talk about yourself. So <laughs> um, You're very good at eliciting other people to talk about themselves. But uh, thank you so much for doing this. I, I really appreciate it. I know it was stepping out on a ledge for you. <laughs> And and now I'm going to ask you to do it again. Okay. And uh, tell people how they can find you.
1: So I've got a couple of things that are going to be coming up, a website and stuff like that. But the the immediate way that people could connect with me if they're interested is through Facebook. I have a Facebook page. You can find me at Honu Joey C, H-O-N-U-J-O-E-Y-C. So Honu Joey C. And that's a place where you can connect and see some of the stuff that I have going on from the project perspective. And I'll have more information about unlocking community when it, when it comes up there, but also some of the podcast stuff that, that I'll, i'm doing whether it's work with you or whomever they'll be able to see stuff like that up there as well because i think that in my opinion the work that we do with podcasting is so much cooler and so much more interesting than what you'll find on like terrestrial radio i've always been a huge supporter of any type of podcasting that people do so i am i'm a big supporter of it there so if you do a podcast and you want to share that with me that's a great place to do it as well because i'd love to listen
0: awesome okay well that's all we have for this week Be sure to join us next time as we add another chapter to your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Kelly S. here with Joey C. and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. Bye, everybody.
1: (laughs) So long, everyone.
0: Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com. And find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.